Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Things. We're back, man. Episode 225. 225. Let's get right into it. Um, recently, there was a new bathroom over at Bill Park. And this small bathroom calls In Bakersfield, California. In Bakersfield, California. Mm-hmm. And for those that are not from Bakersfield, mm-hmm. thanks, Keith. Um, the new park costs $494,000. And it is literally, it looks like a fucking hut. <laughs> literally and the, the toilet looks like a prison toilet and it's yeah. so small yeah and it's four hundred and ninety four thousand dollars let me read the article here um the new vandalism resistant ada compliant restrooms at bill park are now open i don't know what vandalism resistant even means yeah, i guess like no mirrors in there and yeah i don't know yeah, I don't know. It's just a new way for them to rip motherfuckers off. Uh, this is how we're going to steal your money. Um, <laughs> uh, this, according to social media posts. Somebody it, had tagged on it, actually. Really? Already. When I was at the park, they were, like, covering up the... Oh, my God. They were covering up some yeah. graffiti or whatever. This is the first time the bathrooms have been redone in 60 years. Uh, park oh construction and facilities planner Fidel Gonzalez told, nothing is vandalism-proof but the $494,000 building... Ha, uh, which has four separate gender-neutral restrooms, has been engineered to come close. Four restrooms? Are you fucking serious? Four? You know, no, the wild part is, like, a house, a ha- like, the average house in that neighborhood, that Oleander neighborhood, like, not the the big, big houses right, that you right. see on Oleander, but, like, the, the the normal you know yeah. three bedroom two bathroom or you know three bedroom one bathroom house over there, it may run you like two seventy five yeah. three hundred three hundred three hundred thousand something something like that right that thing is like as big as this smaller than this office yeah and it's half a million dollars yeah M- my question is this who's still in the money. <laughs> I would like to know who's still in the money, Bakersfield. Who the fuck is still in the money? When you, that, that shit, I guarantee you, that project cannot be more than one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, it cannot be worth more than that. It just, that just sense. I don't know what contractors or whoever you use, but somebody's stealing the money. Somebody is paying for fucking escorts, and they're using the funding from that little bathroom and hiding it. Yeah, but the problem Bro, with this house is with. It's houses with, like, literally on Oleander, with houses pools. with pools and, you know, decent, like, decent, decent yeah. houses on Oleander yeah. that cost less than that or around the same price. That is ridiculous. And the funny thing, too, is you spent a half a million dollars on a bathroom, but that that park, that same park used to have a pool in it back in the day. Yeah. It had, like, a small pool. Yeah. You get rid of the pool and you put a water park over there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro. It's too many... uh doo-doo particles in there in the water per the article we read about oh uh, yeah in vegas and stuff yeah oh yeah there's shit everywhere in the water (laughs) some people just did you ever go to that uh swimming pool over there back in the day yes yeah i used to go over there didn't it cost to get in like a quarter or something no not to my knowledge yeah i think you said i think i had to pay like a dollar or something to get in there i'm swimming all day but basically, uh, to the extent, there's little to no exposed plumbing. It's all in the walls of the building or underground and no porcelain, which can be shattered. I mean, it's fucking cheap. It's metal, man. It's prison toilets. Mm-hmm. Uh, functioning vandalism-resistant facilities are now in five locations around the city. The project was funded with Federal Community Development Block Grant and Park in- Improvement Fund 
uh, Central Core Developer Reimbursement Funds. Well, some of y'all, y'all reimbursing y'all motherfucking self because it don't make it doesn't make any sense to have a half a million dollar bathroom that is it looks like a fucking um it looks like one of those little coffee huts that you drive up to to get coffee you know what i'm talking about yeah that's what this it's barely smaller than that yeah yeah exactly that's what it looked like like um what is one like a uh, I can't really say Dutch Brothers. Like the the original Dutch yeah, Brothers that I went to, like small. in Nevada, it's small. It's is like, but the Dutch Brothers out here are a little bigger now. Yeah, that's they got big. like real drive throughs and seating areas and stuff. It's just big from full of nothing. Yeah, exactly. I have not been to Dutch Brothers. I don't like all those places, man. I, first of all, I don't like coffee. Mm-hmm. Second of all, that shit is just empty calories. Yeah, for sure. It's just a bunch of sugar and cream and and mocha and chocolate and it's just bullshit. You, sh- that's just nonsense. I can't eat that. Dutch Bros got some good drinks though. Like outside of the, for me, I I drink like a frappuccino like every now and then, not like yeah. every five months or something. But um, they got some other drinks that's pretty good. They full of sugar, obviously, but yeah. they're pretty good. It's like goddamn, dude, you're trying to kill people. Yeah, these little kids are like, mommy, my I can't see. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, this is a fucking. They used to have this one drink. It had like a Red Bull and um, like watermelon flavor or something like that i'm like was fire a what it's like a red bull uh drink that they have and they mix like different like flavors in there like strawberry watermelon stuff like that oh yeah i know i know back in the day uh they had um drinks at the bar but they put a whole goddamn red bull in it Mm -hmm. yeah i guess like like the virgin version of that no, what's fucked up is that if I'm fucked up, I want to pass out. I don't want to be up. Ha <laughs> ha, you drunk ass. Yeah, don't give me no goddamn red. I don't want this shit. Ha, <laughs> that's Yeah, facts. that's stupid. Don't give me a fucking... Uh, I'm trying to lay down somewhere. I'm trying to lay down and pass <laughs> out, motherfucker, if I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't want to be up like, man, I'm so drunk, I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's that, man. If you go to the park and you go take a piss... Just know that you are taking a piss or a shit in a half a million dollar bathroom. That's crazy. And while you're taking a shit, just try to figure out who's stealing all the money out here in Bakersfield. Yeah, look for the money. Where's the money? Yeah, where's the money? I guarantee you, I guarantee you it's some rich dude buying pussy. That's what's going on. (laughs) Only pussy costs that much money. Yeah. Vacations and pussy. Mm -hmm. People are paying, a a lot of rich men pay a lot of money to cheat on their wives. Oh yeah, and it, they cheat. Wraps. They cheat, and they cheat. A lot of rich dudes they cheat during business trips, so they probably be out on some cruise somewhere, and they took the money from the park. It's like, ah, we'll take one hundred thirty thousand out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just hide. Especially it. with um, things like construction, architecture, right, stuff like that, where you can kind of fudge the numbers a little bit. As the same way where um, you know, like people be laundering money in certain things, like it's kind of easy to to uh, add another zero. To the amount of you know cement you you trying to buy or whatever, so yeah, yeah, I can see how I can see how you can you know pull out fifty hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that man. Let's move on. Switching gears. Um, the NFL's first black president, female president of a team, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, and her name is Sandra Douglas Morgan, and she is fine. Shout out to her. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I I don't want to sound reductive of her. Uh, of her as a person, but she is sexually attractive. Mm-hmm. Good job, Raiders. Um, <laughs> not a Raider fan at all. 
Um, I'm a fan of her, though. Um, <laughs> in quotes, I am thrilled that Sandra has agreed to join the Raiders family, said Raiders owner Mark Davis. Her experience, integrity, passion for the community will be invaluable to our organization. From the moment I met Sandra, I knew she had a fat ass. No, I doesn't say that. That's I knew she wild. was a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> we are extremely lucky to, to have her with the at the helm. Uh, Las Vegas native Morgan has been lo- a long trailblazer and was uh, the first person of color to serve as chair of the Nevada Gaming Control Board and the first African-American city attorney in the state of Nevada. Morgan uh, was most recently with the law f- uh, with the law firm Covington and Burlington LLP and previously served as the city attorney uh, for the city of Las Vegas. Prior to that, she served as a litigation attorney for an international gaming and hospitality. hospitality company. Um, This is what she said in quote, it is an honor of a lifetime to join the Raiders uh, at one of the most defining times in team's history, said Morgan. This team's arrival in Las Vegas has created a new energy and opportunities we never dreamed possible. I look forward to taking this team's integrity, spirit, and commitment to excellence on the field and to every facet of this organization. Morgan, you are appreciated. And she looks like she's kind of Asian too. Mm-hmm. A, a blazing, very blazing looking. <laughs> That's very sexually attractive. <laughs> um, well, I think this is a step in the right direction. Look, progress is great, right? You know, it's, this is a very progressive move for the Raiders. But I don't want to sound negative. This could also be a PR thing. This could also be damage control because the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, wide receiver that we talked about that passed away. God damn it. Or, no, he didn't pass away. He killed somebody driving mm-hmm. 156 miles an hour last year. What the fuck is his name again? I forgot his name. I don't know. You going to look him up? Nah. Oh, come on, man. Fuck. Help me out. Right. Something uh, different. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Raiders car crash. That's not helping, man. Uh, Henry Ruggs. That's right. Henry Ruggs had uh, killed someone driving like 150 miles an hour, uh, and that's one thing. Then you had the fucking racist, um, the racist emails from John Gruden, right? Yeah. So, and then in in the midst of all of that, you had the first openly gay player on your team. Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing: I don't think, and I also need to fact check this. I don't think that Carl Nassib is still a Raider. So. Hold on one second. Let me let me fact check that. Carl Nassib. Uh, Paul Nassib, blah, 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 blah. Is he still with the Raiders? Let me see. Is he a free agent? The Raiders. Agent? Let's see if he's still with the Raiders. All right. Uh, Vegas 2021. Is he a free agent? I just want to make sure because I'm about to make this statement. Okay. Unsigned free agent. Uh, initially signed three or 20, but guaranteed the Raiders March 2020 to March 2022. So, no, I guess he's a free agent. Las Vegas Raiders releasing a trailblazing call. Yep. So he was released. So Carl Nassib is a Raider. So, in order to do damage control, they're afraid probably that, you know, you release the first openly gay player. You got to make another progressive move. So you give Colin Kaepernick a tryout. That's one way to do it. Then you hire the first black female president. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't want to sound negative once again, but this is very convenient for the Raiders to do. I'm sorry. I, I just I can't help the fact that this seems like it's a little bit pandery, but it's also very great. Two things could be true. It mm-hmm. could be pandering, but it's also very progressive, and it's also um, something that's good for the league. You got a black woman, Asian, that's very sexually attractive, and I think she's going to do a great job. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that um, I don't think <clears throat> I don't know. I can't I can't really point to the 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 uh, the damage control aspect of it. But the Raiders have um, kind of always been at the forefront of uh, progress in a sense. They you know they are the first team to hire uh, a black coach with Art Shell and like I don't remember what what year it was. But um, off the back of that, like they they've they've kind of moved. To the tune of their own beat when it comes to uh, you know kind of making these these progressive moves moves in that way, um, but I think this is uh, I don't know independent her her resume her resume really doesn't make sense to me like she don't have a lot of experience with actual like football it seems like most of her resume is filled with being like a really good attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever she did, and maybe part of her looking good helped her get the job. Yeah. But whatever she did in that interview, like you know, she she wowed them enough to to become the first black woman to have that executive position. So yeah, I think that there could be there could be um, elements of her job that bleed into her position with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I think that that's one thing. Um, she's also a Las Vegas native, so she was in Las Vegas prior to the team even being there, and yeah. she she had a reputation already. As a you know a no nonsense probably type of person, somebody that's very um, great at what they do. So yeah. that's the thing. And then I hate to say this, but she is very sexually attractive. Mm-hmm. So that also is another plus. We got to stop acting like it's not. That's mm-hmm. definitely a plus for somebody mm-hmm. to where she walks in, she's smart. And and here's another problem. Have you ever seen a chick that's super duper fine, right? Big booty, titties, all kinds of shit, right? And I'm I'm not trying to be a uh, uh, overly sexual, but let's just be honest here. Um, <laughs> she's got all that, and then she starts talking, and she's really funny, or she's really smart, and you're kind of shocked. And the yeah. reason why you're kind of shocked is because usually women that have those things, a lot of times they don't have to work on those skills. Because a lot of times in life, when you just got the titties and the, and the booty and all, and they're really pretty, mm-hmm. a lot of those chicks don't really have a lot of personality because they never have to work on it. Mm-hmm. So when a person is also very smart and they could play that role yeah that that adds on to it but mm-hmm. look my thing is i i i'm adding that element of potentially damage control because it's a real element that needs to be talked about when you are a in a national football league and your team is at the front of controversy at the very front of it you got to coach with all these emails that some of those things were derogative towards who Black people. So when you have a coach that said those things, you don't want your franchise looking like you condoned it. Even if you release a statement, that's not enough. You're going to have to do something that shows receipts that, hey, we do hire within X and Y. Not to mention, all those emails have not been released. Mm -hmm. What if there's something in those emails that can be, how do you say that could not shine the owner of the Raiders in the greatest light. Mm-hmm. We don't know. So yeah. this could be something that kind of not absolves him 
of whatever is to come. But you never fucking know. I don't think it's over. I think there's going to be some more emails that pop up. There's going to be some wild shit because there's this is still an investigation. They're still talking. They're still. What are they investigating? Emails and a lot of. No, a lot I'm of, saying like what like what is is there a lawsuit or because John Gruden is yeah, John not Gruden the coach sued them back. He sued oh, them back. Yeah. Yeah. John Gruden got them from like a wrongful termination type thing. So this shit ain't over. John Gruden. That's like um, like when you get caught cheating, but right. you start blaming your wife. Like, yeah, you did, you you stopped sucking my dick, and that's why I went to the club and got yeah. some head. Yeah. You know what I'm we saying? We haven't had sex in two months. What did you expect me to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Gruden's like, this is bullshit. You niggas fired me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, man. He's I ain't going to front. Like, Mark Davis is an interesting looking person. Dude, his haircut's fucked up. He don't look like the type of person that will hire the first executive no. as a black, you know, for Fuck a black no. woman. But he need to hire shout a, out to him. He need to hire a, a first black barber. <laughs> that motherfucker's hair looks like a dick. Why does why does a circumcised dick? Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a fucking uh like what what are those uh what's the kids called? The, uh, the kid that had like the little thing sticking out of his head, he had a whole bunch of little friends. Alfalfa. He looks like Alpha. Didn't Alfalfa have a bowl cut? Mm, did he? I don't remember if he I did. I thought he had a little slick. Little he slick looks like back. that little motherfucker from Mad TV. Yeah. You know the man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He looks like he looks exactly he, like uh, that. Guy. That would be, I'm sure there's a picture out there where he got a fade. You know, niggas be doing a little Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a picture out you there. Know, you know, you're rich as fuck. You know, you're rich as fuck when you could walk around with a haircut that fucked up. He liked that. He go to, he go to Supercuts or wherever and get that. That's whoever, wild. whoever his barber is, that guy's got the best job. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't even, he could just wake up at two in the morning and just fuck this guy's head up. <laughs> and he gets, he's getting paid a lot of money. He's probably he's getting, just... getting $1,000 a haircut. Yeah. And he just is like, <laughs> all right, there you go. Nah, he don't use no clippers. He used scissors. I, he must. This motherfucker looks like a mushroom off Mario Brothers. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's the part. Like, he looked like that, but. Um, be the nicest guy in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you you know how you could look at some... It's some people, like, here in the office where I'd be like, I don't know about you, but I don't even right. want to say hi to you in the elevator. And next thing you know, I see his daughter-in-law and she black. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, don't be too man, quick was, to judge. Yeah, I was definitely judging you. He, yeah, he's like, hey, I'm actually a great guy. I hire niggers. I, <laughs> <laughs> I give niggers great salaries. <laughs> <laughs> you almost had me. You almost had me, Davis. Like, you almost had me there. I give all these niggers 40 acres in a mule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Great times over with the Raiders. Yeah, man. Yeah, Raiders look good, though. I will say this. I think that this is going to be a great fucking season for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, they got they Devontae got, Adams they over there. They got Devontae Adams. They got Chandler mm-hmm. Jones. They still got Hunter Renfro over there. They got Darren Waller. Yeah. They got a fucking team over there. Yeah, who's they still that got coach? That, that white dude, the defensive end, is really good. Max something, I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. That dude is fucking good. They got a team, man. Yeah. I, I got them in a running for the Super Bowl in the AFC, one of them. The only issue I have with the Raiders is they just always find a way to screw it they up. They always find a way to fuck yeah. it up. Yeah, it's like week seven, somebody is... You know, first degree murder trial or yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Leading in touchdowns and murder. 
Oh. Wild, the wildest situation. You like, yo, dog, like, y'all can't just just keep it together for a season. They almost fucked up Randy Moss's career. Then he left and went to the Patriots and, balled and just out. fucking balled Broke out. all kind of records. Yeah, that That's was crazy. He almost lost his whole career over there. That was a terrible move. Remember they had Jerry Rice with the receding braids? Hey, Jerry Rice was the fucking truth of the Raiders, though. He yeah. was over, I think he was like, in the Super Bowl, I think he was 40. Jerry Rice, 40, yeah. 40. Just old running routes. Jerry Rice's hairline was fucked. Even he had back them then. braids, bro. Oh, my God. Them mugs was hanging on. That nigga looked like he had brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> the prefrontal cortex. Yeah, that nigga's hair looked like a peeled tomato. <laughs> yeah, you can't have braids with a hairline that far back, dude. Uh, that shit and, looked crazy. Him and Tim Brown was running the best routes in the league. Oh. Yeah, Tim Brown. You forget back then they had, it was Tim Brown, Jerry Rice, and Jerry Porter. Dang. Jerry Porter was fucking good. He was a good receiver. Mm-hmm. Tim Brown never wore gloves. He only taped his fingers. Had hands too. Had real good hands. Yeah. Yeah, I think he had pretty big hands. He used to catch the balls. Like he was a sure receiver too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it would be cheating if he had gloves. Oh, yeah, it'd be over. They'd be doing wild stuff with the gloves now. He only taped his fingers. It'd be freezing outside. He never put gloves mm-hmm. on. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Warren Sapp was another guy like that. He never had gloves ever. He just mm-hmm. used to tape his hands up crazy, just mm-hmm. bat them up. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a trip, dude. Yeah. yeah. But the, the the Las Vegas Raiders, I wish you nothing but the best. That stadium uh, is beautiful. That's oh, yeah. So oh, Allegiant? I think it's yeah. Allegiant Stadium. <clears throat> Have you been out there? Oh, no. I haven't been there. Yeah. When you I pass seen it, by it. I've seen just... it when they were building it. Yeah. Like, and they started building that thing years ago, way mm-hmm. before... Like they started building a foundation, like, like a four year process or something. Yeah, I think they started building it over four or five years ago. Because mm-hmm. when I first got my CDL, uh, I've had my CDL now seven years, and mm-hmm. uh, I was with my trainer. We were going through Vegas, and he was like, "Yeah, right there, they're building a the Raiders stadium." And I was mm-hmm. like, "What? Like the Raiders ain't going to Las Vegas?" Mm-hmm. And he was and like, "That was before all the paperwork yeah. and stuff was signed. That's crazy." I think that the, I think they started doing something or building. I think they do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like they have, you know, the, people been, people got inside information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful stadium. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it just sucks. You get that beautiful stadium and you just losing games and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a spectacle, bro. I passed by and I was like, "Yo, that's a beautiful stadium." Like, yeah, it, it's. I, and I've only seen a handful of stadiums. Right. Probably SoFi Stadium looks like, like when you pass by, you can't miss it. But yeah. the way the Raiders look, it's all black too. It's just like a. Yeah, you know a whole a whole thing. Yeah, Here's my problem with the Raiders being in Las Vegas. This is my biggest issue. It is not a place where a young, rich player should be. Las Vegas is the wrong motherfucking city. Yeah, man. I, hey, there's so much. There's so many women mm-hmm. everywhere. Like it's the number one coming attraction in America. Damn near. Yeah. And then you just got all these women coming and vacationing there. You got women just all over all these bars, all these clubs, and they know you, bro. If you are a Raider, let's say you're a Raider and you're the number one receiver in the league. Let's say you're Devontae Adams and you're out trying to have a salad or something. Man, it's going to be so many women trying to just come up to you, bro. Yeah. It's, it'll be ridiculous. Yeah. Derek Carr is a, he's a, he's a man of God. He seems like he's a really a great guy with integrity. But I guarantee you, if Derek goes to uh, get a salad or a sandwich or something, they're gonna be like, "Hi, Derek. My name's Jessica. Um, I love you on the field." And he's gonna be like, oh, "I'm sorry. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man of Jesus Christ." <laughs> no, no. Derek gonna hit her with this one. Oh my God, Derek, you're just so handsome. I just wanna. He's like, 
Uh, did you know that Jesus Christ died for your sins? <laughs> Let me tell you about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can see Derek totally doing that, too. Yeah. That's like the smoothest curve ever. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of telling you, like, I'm not interested, he just started just, just busting out all the Bible you. verses. On <laughs> like, did you know in Corinthians... Seven uh, for five. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to give you some pussy. <laughs> Thou shalt not give into the flesh. <laughs> I know that scripture too, but like it's hot girl summer, and like I really just want to. <laughs> yeah, now Las Vegas is it's 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 a uh, I think it's a. Uh, when they thinking about, I don't even think they think about that type of stuff. I think they only think about the business aspect of it. Because yeah. I think LeBron James was saying he wants to bring a basketball team to Las Vegas. So yeah, LeBron is yeah. gonna be a monster when he stops playing this shit. He's gonna do some crazy fuck. So much. He money. just built a medical facility. Yeah, that's dope. LeBron James is like the thing about it. Like he's also he's a very liberal guy, but at the same time, you can't you. The, the conservatives that go after LeBron, they just look stupid because mm-hmm. LeBron backs up everything. Yeah. Like, he said some shit that we talked about, like, you know, kind of some misguided statements LeBron has made. He's kind of talking before he knew all the, yeah, the details. All and the stuff. details. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't say, well, what is what has LeBron James done for his community? What has he done? It's yeah. like, you stupid motherfucker, he got a school and a medical facility. What have you done? No, sometimes you get it from both sides, though, right? Right, like You right. get it from the liberals, too. Like, oh, my gosh, LeBron James is driving a Ferrari while there's hungry people on the street. <laughs> he got a whole school where he feeding kids right. every single day in the, you know, the hospital now. And, and the person saying that it'll be fat. You'd be like, well, you eating food? You eating all the kids' food? What the well, fuck? Yeah, share, fat ass. Yeah, you know what I used to hate is when you watch those infomercials and it'd be like, it showed like a little African kid with a fly flying on his face with mm-hmm. like dried up food and the swollen stomachs and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be the person on the infomercial would be like, I know it's difficult to see this, but for only 75 cents a day. And you'd be like, lady, <laughs> yeah. or it'd be a dude or a lady, yeah. and they both be big. Yeah. You'd be yeah. like, well, y'all eating good. Y'all eating all the food. Y'all eating all the food. And y'all also out there with. $50,000 cameras, right. and a whole production team. It probably costs. The production thousands of dollars right. to shoot a day, and y'all, y'all out there asking for money. Y'all niggas out there uh, shooting uh, uh, starvation and poverty in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's oh, wild. these niggas out there shooting skits with the hungry kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's comedy. Oh man. Also, I know it ain't no consent going on. Cause that kid with the little pot belly or the fly, fly he didn't out. ask for he that. He didn't shit. sign that. Yeah, he didn't sign that thing. He can't. He probably don't even speak English. He's standing there. He literally in the nineties. It was wild, bro. It'd be late at night. You, uh, you know, you know what was? I'm gonna tell you what was worse. What was worse than those commercials? Where they said, for only fifty cents a day, you can help provide a meal to nine children. You'd be like, nigga, what are y'all feeding them? Yeah. 50 cent get them all of this powdered mashed potatoes like if you're getting all them you're feeding seven people for 50 cent shit where that food at i can use yeah. that too they bring that to me yeah yeah i don't know what, i don't know what y'all feed them over there you, you can't get no meal for that if y'all feed nine people in whatever african village for 50 cent i need to just move to africa <laughs> like, you know what i'm saying yeah a, a carton of egg whites cost me seven dollars out here uh, motherfucker. it's expensive bro yeah yeah 
like it the food you, so- just, you and Desmond was just talking about it. Yeah. They said he went to uh like Del Taco or oh something. Oh my like god, that. bro. Twenty two dollars. Bro, I went to literally went to El Pollo Loco on Saturday and I got a double a double it's called a double chicken uh double chicken bowl, which basically is uh, chicken, uh, the Spanish rice. It's got like shredded cabbage in it. It's got sour cream. It's got avocado, and it's bomb as fuck. It is really, really good. And I got that, and then I went and got two chicken thighs on the side just to you know give me some extra protein. Mm-hmm. That shit cost me eighteen dollars and twenty six cents. Sheesh! I'm like, bruh, man, like, you could have fed fifty African kids, bro. I could have felt, I, man, I could have felt an army. Yeah, I could have felt an army of swollen stomach kids from Africa. <laughs> It's not supposed to be a joke. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, but no, man, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know where we got off with this, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, this is what I was going to say. You know what's worse than those infomercials about those kids that are hungry? Nigga, the dogs. Oh, yeah. They had In the arms on there. of an angel. Dogs be looking sad. Fly away from here. Yeah. And the dog just be like, looking like he just about to fucking pass out. Yeah. They'd be like, y'all got water? Get that dog some fucking yeah, water, man. Maybe instead of shooting the camera, like, yeah. maybe just, like, feed the dog. The dog is foaming at the mouth and shit. Give him yeah. some fucking water, man. Yeah. Instead of doing that, they just turn the volume up. In the arms <laughs> of an angel. <laughs> those, those, those infomercials are so fucking loud. Yeah. You ever been sleep? And, and trust me, anyone that's listening to this, I know you can relate. Have you ever been sleep in your sleep? And whatever program you're watching is low. It could be like uh, what's Law and Order? Doom, 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 doom. Then they go to commercial. Mm-hmm. Are you tired of bugs getting in your house? You'd be, be like, nigga, loud. what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Before like net before Netflix would ask you like, are you still watching? That was like the are you still watching? Basically, are you still watching? Uh, yeah, because you'd be in the middle of smashing and it'd be just like in the arms. <laughs> No, nah, you be you been there smashing OxyClean. <laughs> Are you trying to get those tough stains out of your T-shirt? Clean it up with OxyClean. Are you tired of getting sex stains all over your T-shirt after you clean have it sex? up with OxyClean? <laughs> Are you busting nuts all over your shirts? Put OxyClean on it. <laughs> Man, that's comedy. You know what's fucked up too, and we just going on a tangent. What I hate about those infomercials is when they take basic household products and they make it act like it's difficult to use a knife or something. Yeah. Are you tired of using the same old knives and it's sort of lady struggling to cut an onion and shit? Yeah. Try the new super knife. Or it'd be ridiculous, like in the little and it and all and it would always be like black and white. Yeah, they make the, the screen, they make version it all of it. They'd yeah. be trying to cut a rock. You like, dog, you can't cut no rock with no yeah. knife. It don't work like that. Yeah, it's like Switch it out with the super knife. Yeah, and then they go to the real stuff where they cut a tomato. It's like, of course you can cut a, cut a tomato. Oh, my God. I have never seen a tomato get cut like that. <laughs> well, you haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. Hand me that asparagus over there. <laughs> wow. I'm going to tell my family about this. Yeah. And you should. And for only five payments of $17.99, you be can have this, too. Stupid expensive. You'd be like. And they be, they be getting people, too. Yeah. That'd be. I remember, like, we had uh I think my my parents bought like the um the ab roller. Oh, okay. If you remember that? It I was remember like that. a little mm-hmm. a little thing you put your forearms on mm-hmm. and you do the ab workouts. Yeah. They definitely got my parents with that. Yeah. I don't know if they ever paid it off, but you know. Here's the thing. This is where they really got people and people never caught on to this. 
they'll be like, if you call right now, you can get a 36% discount. Nigga, this is a pre-recorded commercial. Nah, for a limited time only. <laughs> nigga, it's a limited time every time. <laughs> and then they have a ticker on there. It'd be like counting down like 15 minutes. Yeah. You'd be like, bro, I've seen this commercial before. Yeah, like, is, is it just 15 increments? Like, <laughs> Right. Y'all got the same deal. You think I'm stupid? <laughs> It's some people that's that it's some people that literally cannot differentiate between like real situations and like what anyone's telling them to do. They just believe anything. Yeah. They'd be like, oh fuck, where's my card? I got a call right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, they got every they got every uh product from every infomercial ever. Yeah. Slap chop. Do you want to cut up your vegetables faster? <laughs> Slap chop will take you there in, in milliseconds. I seen a, uh I was watching this episode of The Simpsons, it's like the 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 latest season. Yeah. And um, the grandpa, I forget his name, but the grandpa was on there and um, they were like scamming a bunch of uh, older people. Uh-huh. So they would call and it was like, your your grandson is uh, is um, being held captive. If you don't pay us $50,000 or $10,000 or whatever, we're just going to take him, take him and keep him forever. He was like, oh, my God, what, what do I do? <laughs> so he goes down there to the thing. He writes a check or he wires the money through like... Uh, through um, grandpa yeah it's like uh what is it uh not best western uh, uh west i don't western union yeah western union he wired the money through western union or whatever and then like eventually it came around to where like everybody was like grandpa like they scam you this is not real like i'm not i'm, I'm perfectly fine right and then uh they have a whole like uh intervent not an intervention but like a rehab or rehabilitation for people that like all got scammed and stuff like that. Oh so he's sitting God. in there and they learn the techniques, like we you know what to look for and stuff like that. And then after he gets out of the rehab, he goes back. And then uh, what's the uh, daughter's name? Uh, Lisa. Lisa, right? So the the next time they call, and mind you, the all the family is there and they hugging each other and stuff like that. And then they call the grandpa again. And it was like, hey, we have Lisa held captive right now. And if you don't pay us this amount of money, we're going to keep her forever. And Lisa's literally standing right there. He's like, oh, my gosh, let me get my wallet. (laughs) It's just like old people just don't know. Yeah, Grandpa was like, oh, no. (laughs) That shit is hilarious. That's the newer season? Yeah. I just was watching it because I was like, man, sometimes I like to, because obviously I'm a writer. So sometimes I like to watch those just to kind of, you know, keep my mind. That is the longest running animated sitcom ever. Mm-hmm. That shit started in 1987. I was two years old. Yeah, and it, it was it started off as a skit on I forgot the name of the show. It was started off as a skit, uh-huh. and then it turned into a full fledged show in the 90s. Isn't that crazy? Fucking. That's crazy. what the one somebody said. Um, they used that as an example as to like it don't need to be perfect. Just put the put the stuff out. Yeah, because if you look at the first. Like skit of The Simpsons, the animation is terrible. Oh, it's absolutely um, terrible. And you look at it now, obviously it looks so much better. So yeah, and uh, one of my favorite shows is King of the Hill, and he actually Hank Hill was a character on Beavis and Butthead. <clears throat> that was a spinoff. Yeah, it's a spinoff. I didn't know that. That's dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Hank Hill used to be like, "God dang it, what are you doing over here? <laughs> Stay God out dang of it, my, Bobby. Stay out of my yard." And then Beavis mm-hmm. would just be like. Hah, uh, Propane and propane accessories. <laughs> I never understood that, like, why they did that shit. That little, little grand oh, laugh thing. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you thinking? That's like the doing? ultimate stoner. Cartoon. Yeah, yeah, super stoner cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but King of the Hill was absolutely that shit. It was a. It ran a long time too. Yeah, remember the grandpa on that show where his shins got blown off in the war? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
That's crazy. Like <laughs> he used to sleep in a closet. He used to sleep in a drawer. Uh huh. That was hilarious. They had um like back in the what would you say the the late nineties, early two thousands. You know, that's like maybe the peak of like when we were watching those shows at least. Oh yeah. Um, the adult cartoon section was like a huge thing. Yes, it was. Yeah, it's not. Yes. it's it's kind of like it's not the same nowadays no. because you got different like Netflix and stuff like that. But um, some of those adult cartoons be comedy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, definitely. King of the Hill was mm-hmm. my favorite. I don't know how many other ones there was. I know this like Family Guy. Family Guy. Family yeah. Guy is hilarious to me. Yeah, it's pretty funny. There's a part. There's like they have these little things they do on Family Guy. I guess uh, Peter fell down and he was like. Ah, <laughs> ah, and he just kept doing that. <laughs> it, shit. They do that a lot. I don't know what, like, maybe there's like a technique to it. There's one episode too where um, they have that that song, the bird is a bird, and they just keep doing that throughout the whole episode. Like, every time they see the bird, they just keep doing that. Oh man, or what about the dog with the shifty eyes? Yeah, that's on The Simpsons or on uh, A Family Guy. You talking about the one that just kind of walks on the front? No, 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 no. <clears throat> the dog. I think that's in The Simpsons, mm. where it's like uh, the like the like the camera zooms in and it's, it's a dog that like moves his eyes like this. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's on The Simpsons. That, I think. I like South Park too. South Park is pretty. South funny. Park is pretty funny. <clears throat> it ran its course, but it was funny when it was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good show. But yeah, we completely took off of the Raiders conversation, but it was definitely uh definitely uh. Yeah, there's that. What's her name again? Uh, who? The the lady that got hired. Oh man, it's right here in the article. We totally left. Her name is Sandra De- Sandra Douglas Morgan. Sandra Douglas Morgan. Shout out to her, man. That's a huge step, you know, for us as a people, and you know, for the NFL, not only um, a black person, but a, uh, a a woman at that. So that's a huge deal. It's also it'd be like some low key. Like some sneaky women out here, especially black women, I'd be doing amazing things. Like the CEO of the Mavericks is is a is a black woman as well, and you know she got hired. Ugh, maybe she got hired maybe like during uh, the the uh, George Floyd situation somewhere in there. Um, and you know, like just kind of having that that perspective as a black woman. And a person of color, you know, as far as like what um, the team can be doing in those situations, and right. she played she played a huge part in that. So I'm curious to see what uh, Sandra is able to do, you know, with the Raiders, and especially um, dealing with race issues and stuff like that in the NFL. And she'll have a different tone too, because I think a lot of times, like you know, with these like lame quotes like end racism and yeah, love each other lame. and all that, that on the, the football helmets and stuff it's like that's I think, fake i think a person like that will come in there and be like yo that's cool but that's kind of like that's very vague and y'all yeah, kind of playing both sides of it right like, let's really get in here and do something End racism yeah like that to me dog it's just this is why i i kind of felt that this was damage control i think it's progressive i think it's great but i think it's damage control too because back when ray rice was socking his girl off that goddamn elevator, all of a sudden there was a bunch of different quarterbacks and just NFL players on a commercial, and it says, never, 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 never hit a woman. That was the commercial, literally. Yeah. 
And I'm thinking, like, first of all, domestic violence is not a woman on man thing. Like, it's it's domestic violence is domestic yeah, violence. It's, but, yeah, but it was There's really a lot of women that it was. It's a huge percentage of women that um, are involved. It's in just underreported. Violence. But mm-hmm. more importantly, I felt that it was pandering. <clears throat> the, the NFL just wanted to make itself look like it was separated from Ray Rice beating that beating his girlfriend like that. That's yeah, they try was. to get yeah. They it's yeah. the the shield is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they had to distance themselves from Ray Rice. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I mean, honestly, the, the NFL and a lot of the owners are morally bankrupt. They just want the best product on the field and they want to make as much money as possible. They do not give a fuck about any social issues. And the only reason why any of this shit is happening is because because Colin Kaepernick one day decided to quietly sit down on the sideline and somebody noticed it and pointed it out. And then he even went as far as to get um, to get like permission. I only say permission, but find the most respectful way to demonstrate. And he got an army. He got a, a army, a, a Green Beret, mm-hmm. right? A guy that served in the military, and he took a knee. And people still said it was disrespectful, mm-hmm. which is like that's neither here nor there. But mm-hmm. he does that, and then that triggers all of this shit today. <clears throat> in racism, it takes all of us. Like, yeah. These are very vague statements. Yeah, I don't. I hate that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 very. It's it's basically, it's just inauthentic. Is my problem. Yeah, like we we know what we're talking about. We talking right. about you know police brutality. We talking right. about you know these different situations that happen in real life. Like George Floyd uh, having um, uh, the response to the George Floyd situation. And you know you have end racism on there. It's like, dog, that's like, that's just it's it's soft enough that it's not gonna ruffle no feathers, and that's not gonna work. That don't work for me at least. Yeah, you got like Jerry Jones, like, look here, now we got what we gonna do out there. We gonna get out there together. We gonna we gonna we gonna um we're gonna lock we're gonna lock arms. You know we ain't gonna take no knees. You know we're gonna start off taking a knee. We're gonna stand up and lock arms. That's what we gonna do. And it's like. Jerry Jones, sit your ass down somewhere. Get your old. He looked like his fart stank real bad. <laughs> you know how some old people have like a baloney smell, and Jerry Jones <laughs> smell. He looked like he smelled like baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones smell like baloney. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. Jerry Jones look like he just smelled like skin. <laughs> you know, how old people got that old skin smell. Yeah. You'd be like, God damn. Can't get rid of it, huh? Old people smell like a bunch of pennies. <laughs> Just a stench. You'd be like, what's going on here? It's like some stale bread. Yeah. You're like, yo, this ain't something ain't right about this. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Switching gears. Um, a man only fed his child McDonald's instead of all of his stepchildren. Actually, they were not. They even weren't his step- stepchildren. They weren't his yeah. stepchildren. They were just his baby mama's other children. His son's siblings. Siblings. Mm-hmm. All right, here it is. Um, a baby mama blast father of her kid for bringing food just for the child he fathered. The internet is full of folks airing out their personal grievances and problems, and sometimes it can be cringe, uh, inducing to watch. From passive-aggressive Facebook callouts to clips of arguments and fights that take place in restaurants and eat and and eat tirades that expose personal dirty laundry that is so in, intimate we can't help but wince. You begin to wonder why folks are willing to put themselves out there on the web where nothing is ever deleted. Many people that this baby mama slash daddy McDonald's clip is one of those clips. Uh, 
what is the baby mama slash baby daddy McDonald video? In this clip, a woman can be heard cursing out her baby daddy, in quote, for coming to drop off food for his child that he had with the woman. She has a total of four kids, but only one with the man. And he only brings food for that one he fathered with her, not the others. She's upset that he's bringing that he isn't bringing meals for the children who aren't his and goes off on a video rant that she then uploaded on the Internet. How come you can't how come you can't feed my other kids fucking McDonald's, though? The shouts she shouts in the video while she stands by the door recording an empty sidewalk. <laughs> okay here's my thing here's my thing and i'll be honest because i think two things are very true about this situation first of all it's just downright fucking sad mm -hmm. some people should not procreate that's my personal opinion some people just don't deserve to be parents right if if, if you have a child by a man and he's um stepping up to his um, responsibilities and feeding his child you had three other children i don't know about how many other men but why the fuck are you having these kids you can't take care of and why aren't they taking care of their kids? Mm -hmm. Why is it only this man's responsibility? Personally, me, if I know that my children are in the room with other children and everyone's hungry, I'm bringing everybody McDonald's, but that's just me. But it's also true that you don't got to motherfucking feed kids that ain't yours. Yeah. It ain't your responsibility to put food in everybody's mouth. People need to be real responsible. This is going to sound really funny, but it's the truth. You need to be more responsible where you're putting your dick and your vaginas and where you're mixing them. Because what's happening is yeah. <laughs> from this simple act of sex, you are having children, oftentimes children that you don't have enough money to provide for. How the fuck do you have four kids and you're mad at one of the baby's daddies because y'all ain't got no food as a whole? That's crazy. I guess it's unfortunate, too, because there's a lot of the other baby daddy is not doing that, obviously. Right. You know, and he, he should technically be applauded for, you know, just bringing his, his kid food. And that may be, you know, that may be the thing that they kind of develop or tradition that he's developed. I, I will say, though, it it does um, definitely having half brothers. Um I can see how that, or ha I have a half sister as well. I can see how that can be very divisive. Yeah, like you know, you got such such and such dad treating, and it is different because they're not in a relationship, you know. So I haven't necessarily experienced that, but um, I do see how, like you know, because my uh, my older brother, his dad will buy him like you know certain games and, and stuff like that, and you'd be wondering like, dang man, like you know, I want to. I want a PlayStation too. I want some Jordans and stuff. So I can see how that can create um, a certain level of uh, division between the children. Um, but also like, it's not, it's not his responsibility to, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, he's not the father of those kids. You're not in a relationship. No. He doesn't owe you no obligation outside of taking care, taking care of his own child. Yeah. Um, but also, like you know, I'm I'm saying with Eddie, like I don't yeah. I don't see a world where, really where I'm only buying my kid McDonald's. Yeah. That just kind of looks, and it's it. I mean, I think um, I was hearing on a couple other podcasts they were just talking about like, yo, if this is a situation, um, just take your kid out. You know, pick your pick yeah, your pick son up. up. Yeah. yeah, go 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 grab some food. That way, he just not eating McDonald's in front of y'all. Yeah, you know, everybody he put some money in hungry. his pocket too. Exactly. I'll yeah. be like, don't tell your mama, don't tell nobody. I gave you fifty bucks. 
Yeah, keep your mouth shut mm-hmm. and you know just mind you know handle your business or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's a it's just a much better way of going about this. And I don't know sometimes you know sometimes people be spiteful. Sometimes you know who knows the the terms in which that relationship you know uh, ended. And it matter. could be it could be a situation where the dude is you know trying to be. Uh, um, I guess flexing his ego a little bit, like okay, this is what it I looks can't like. put nothing on the dude, man, because the dude, like I can and I can't. Like when he has a bunch of half brothers or there's children in the house, it creates conflict because one person's eating and all the rest aren't, right? So that's where the conflict comes from. But I think it's sad that this is even an issue. Why the fuck, if you're not economically set up to have four kids, why the fuck do you keep having them? But w- that's an assumption, though, right? I think I don't know what the real issue is, but if the issue is literally like, hey, like, why are you just showing? Like, I can. It doesn't. Nowhere in there does it say like I can't afford to get my children McDonald's. It's mm-hmm. basically like the presentation of it. Like, hey, son, I got your McDonald's, and then the other kids are just sitting there. You know, that would require her, even if she could afford it, to yeah. load them up in the car and then right. go to McDonald's and then. But my yeah. but my question is why do you expect more from me than the other niggas that got their kids there? Why do you why are your expectations of me different than the motherfuckers that you have other kids by? Yeah. That's the fucking problem. It's like, yo, man, <clears throat> am I the nice one of all these dudes? Because mm-hmm. these guys shot their load off in your ass and they ain't bringing McDonald's to this motherfucker. Yeah. Th- that's the problem though, man. Like, we have to be more careful as adults and as people because that situation just sucks. Four kids. And McDonald's and the art. We arguing over McDonald's right now. Like mm-hmm. we really arguing over McDonald's. But I'm a, mm-hmm. here's to this point too. I, I like I said to keep the peace. I would have brought McDonald's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. I would have brought it just because it would have not been too much for me. But if we being 100, we just mentioned El Pollo Loco earlier and how it was 18 dollars for me to eat. Fast food and the groceries like the same price now. Yeah, I used to be able to save money. Save money at the store, but it's not as not as much. Yeah. Not as fucking much. I guess for me, if the if the issue is that it's still fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. If the issue is for the the woman and and, you know, I don't know all the details, but the if if the issue is for the woman, um, like, hey, I don't like this presentation. I don't like you coming and sing, you know, and specifically giving your child McDonald's. Like, it's not an issue about money or whatever. It's not an issue about you taking care of my other kids. If it's an issue of, I just don't like you almost singling out your son and I have these other kids just sitting here, I think her argument is valid. If her argument is like, I need you to take care of everybody else, you know, that, you know, all my other kids, and that's a, a completely different conversation. Like, he's like, he th- those ain't his kids, like we said before. But, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I I, I live I live that I have a like I said I have half siblings myself, so I understand how that can be. Um, you know, it just don't look good in terms of like, and not not even that he needs to take care of the other kids, but it's just like if you're not gonna provide um, food for everybody, or at least let me know that you coming over here popping up with McDonald's, um, then you gotta you gotta figure out another way to get, get um, give your kid McDonald's. Yeah, man, it's this is just such a trivial conversation to have. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot else we could say. I think the number one thing I could say is I just feel sad for that whole situation. Yeah, I just feel sad for it. Mm-hmm. And you know, ultimately, 
a fight ensued over McDonald's. You give them McDonald's, but you can't get my kids McDonald's, and they all brothers and sisters. And this is like, oh my god, <laughs> we really fighting over we fighting over McNuggets right now. That's wild. That is a fucking wild double. conversation. Mm-hmm. But hey, I'm gonna keep it real. And me and Keith are both not broke at all. McDonald's is expensive now. Yeah, yeah. You you you. It's expensive. You can't. I mean, like it used to be a thing where, um, like we talked about the groceries versus fast food. But it used to be a thing like, um, and I don't even eat fast food as much anymore. But it used to be a thing where you could get a decent meal for like five dollars. You know, get a couple things off the dollar menu. Get you a drink and you be solid. But now you spending ten. You probably at the lowest for a meal. You probably spending ten dollars. Uh man, you shit like twelve. Twelve. I remember back in the day when it was a real dollar <clears throat> menu. It'd be like a McChicken, bro. First of all, I remember back in the day when burgers was on like Wednesday. They had like a cheeseburger day, like cheeseburger Thursday. Where at McDonald's? At McDonald's, the burgers was like fifty cents. No bullshit. It mm-hmm. was one day that was 29 cents and another day it was like 58 cents for the cheeseburger. Yeah. And I remember like on days like that, I used to go crazy. Dang. That we talk about that was a 2000, 2000, mm-hmm. 2000 or 2001. Mm-hmm. You go to McDonald's, it'd be like cheeseburger Tuesday. No, no. Hamburger Tuesday, which is a regular hamburger. And then they had cheeseburger. I think it was Thursday and it was like 59 cents on that mm-hmm. day. And you you go in there with a couple dollars and just go crazy. Bro, get a crazy. I remember, bro. I remember we had. I got a lot of cousins. Yeah. I have uh, fifteen aunts and uncles. Um, well, I had a couple and passed away, but it was a time. Um, and this was, this was, I don't know, like when Hercules came out. So probably like late nineties, maybe. I don't know when Hercules came out, maybe like 98 or something like that. Um, but loaded up the van and probably got like 50 cheese, like a whole, like feeding everybody, right? Feeding the whole family. Um, what was that? Go like 29 cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feeding like, you know, I don't know how many people was at the house. Maybe like a, a solid 20, 25 people. But just got a bunch of, and I don't know how much money they spent, but just to even be able to do that. Right, right. And mind you, we not rich by any means, but, you know, everybody getting burgers and fries and, you know, a decent a decent mm-hmm. maybe a couple burgers. Right. But you can't do that now. You're going to nah. spend, if you wanted to, like, feed the family like that. Oh, man. You sp- a cheeseburger probably costs, like, $2 now or, like, oh, yeah. 175 or something. Yeah, if I bought, let's say it's me, you, Desmond, uh, uh, Gubba, your mom. Like if I if I fed the whole house, I'm paying over a hundred dollars. God dang, easy. That's crazy. Easy. If if I'm not paying a hundred, I'm paying like eighty seven dollars mm-hmm. minimum. Mm-hmm. But like I'm looking at this article right, or this is on Reddit. It says, "Who else remembers when McDonald's ran the twenty nine cent hamburger and thirty nine cent cheeseburger special in the nineties? But that shit was going on in the two thousands too. It it happened up until like two thousand and two. And I remember being a broke kid going over there, and it says limited 10 per customer per visit. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. I used to go stupid on them cheeseburgers in, in 2001. Oh, they didn't limit them? Shit. Not the one in Bakersfield. Yeah. Man, me and my dad went in there, man. I think I think one day my dad came back. He had probably like 60 cheeseburgers. Bro, I ain't going to front. 
like, I don't know if it still hit the same, just because, you know, it was a different era in our life. We, our palate was a little bit different. Yeah. But it wasn't nothing like that American cheese on that McDonald's, uh, that McDonald's patty with that bun. Just that combination used to be so fire. On which one? I'm just saying, in, like, any McDonald's burger, but a cheeseburger, yeah. whatever, just that combination used to taste so good. You know, especially it's, it's as, decent. like... It's still decent. You would just look forward to it. Like, I know... Um, yeah. Like with my brother, he be taking his kids to McDonald's. Like it, it was just an event. You yeah, know what it was. I mean? Like yep. as a kid, like damn, we get to get McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It. I mean, now we paying for it ourselves. It's not. It's not. Now the it's same like experience. fuck it. Let me get three McDoubles. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. I'm it hungry. still be solid. Like every now and then, but mm-hmm. also you. Uh, I'm in a space now where I'm growing and I get to taste like chemicals. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so you could, you know, you just, you know, you just. Tasting your demise in yeah, a sense. You yeah, you get like fifty percent life being taken from. What did we talked about? Like if you start, you know, <laughs> imagine if your body had like a gauge yeah. for when you, it was like killing you. That was like a little short film idea we had. Back yeah, in the day. like yeah. dying twenty seven percent. You'd be like, God damn, that chicken, that fried chicken ain't worth this. Yeah, it would be like time, but just food, right? So, bro, last mm-hmm. night your mom she had um church's chicken, and I was yeah. kind of confused. I was like, people still be eating that. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, my mom don't be eating the healthiest food. She just be buying stuff. I've ha- I haven't had churches in a minute, mm-hmm. but I- I've had some good and bad experiences. I had one time it was just greasy, real oily. And mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't going back. But they got the best biscuits. The by biscuits far. is fire. The biscuits is ridiculous. One time I I had a I went on like a low key mission. Like I don't know where I might have like I was cooking something at the crib. I went to churches to get the biscuits. And then I went to Chick Fil A to get the uh, macaroni and Ooh, cheese. Ooh, so you was just on a that was like a low key combo. It was, Ooh, it was you crazy was doing too. a science project. <laughs> yeah, how many chemicals can I mix yeah. in one meal? <laughs> yeah, damn, you had all the chemicals that night. Yeah, it was delicious. You turned into a motherfucking Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ate that macaroni like, oh, <laughs> Keith, man, <laughs> oh, eating it with my hands, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's a trip. I don't know why I was thinking about. I don't know why I was thinking about fucking. Um, why was I thinking about Goldilocks and three bears in the porridge? <laughs> <laughs> Who's been eating my porridge? What would be? What would be? Huh? Oh, go ahead. My we didn't even know what the fuck porridge was. Bro. Yeah, I don't know what porridge is. Who's been eating my porridge? Porridge, yeah, porridge. What would be like the 2022 version of that? Like, what would they? What would they have at the crib? Oh man, what would they have now? It'd probably mm. be like some Instagram thought and some uh the tummy tea. <laughs> Who's been drinking my tummy tea? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> the bears in there drinking the tummy tea. Yeah. <laughs> I was busting up. They did like a a, a parody of it, like the tummy mm. tea, and then this this just showed this girl that's on the toilet shit and like, oh, oh my, my god, my stomach. Yeah. Do you remember dieter's tea back in the day? Dieter's tea is just make you shit. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, well, it's a good thing to move your bowels. That's very well, important. You constipated, but like that's not that shouldn't be a form of losing weight. Just doodling every morning. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you lose weight, though. It does. Uh, tech. It's partly, just a terrible partly, experience, bro. Partly like, that's, having diarrhea every day is not cool. Yeah, that's you not should good. have some solid stools. There was this. Uh, there was this guy that was a phlebotomist at my old job. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Older guy. He was a ex. Uh, he think he was in Vietnam, right? Mm-hmm. And he would drink coffee. And then there was a bathroom that was kind of near the break area. Mm-hmm. 
and he would drink the coffee, be talking, and probably like 12 minutes later, you just hear him taking a loud shit. Oh, my God. And then you just be like, I'll be like, I told uh, I told one of the homies, I was like, hey, watch, you finna go in there and shit. And he was like, what do you mean? And then you just hear him. <laughs> <laughs> be like, bro. It's one thing when your butt making noise, but when you grunting, it's a different experience. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Some niggas be having aggressive duties. Oh man, I think the funniest ones though is like you'll be in there washing your hands, it'll be all quiet, and you just hear like it's <laughs> 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 oh, like yo, that's wild. Yeah. Oh man, this dude's booty hole is whispering back here. At some restrooms, like if if it's like if it's one stall and one urinal and somebody in there taking a doo-doo. And you could smell it like as soon as you walk Ooh, in, so I'm bad. just going to a different bathroom. Well, that bathroom, man, some people just, they, they shit smell like they just got, like they ain't never cleaned their bowels out. Yeah. They just, oh man. Yeah. Like you got a heavy diet of just nothing but McChickens every yeah. day. Your, st- your stomach, your diet is just 93% McChickens. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of water and the rest McChicken. <laughs> Yeah. You're just like, oh no, bro. Yeah, your, yeah, yeah. You know, your stomach is sick, bro. It shouldn't be that bad, dog. Yeah, your stomach, your stomach is fucked up. <laughs> well, all right, switching gears. Um, model Naomi Camel uh receives an honorary degree. And uh for those that don't know what an honorary degree is, it's basically like, hi, um, here's a very fabricated uh, uh document showing mm-hmm. that you did nothing to earn it. Uh, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but here it is. Um, Naomi Campbell receives honorary doctorate. Um, never quit, end quote. This is what she said. Naomi Campbell earned an honorary PhD Thursday from University of Creative Arts in London for her work in fashion. The supermodel who uh, rocked a beige jumpsuit and leather boots with her cap and gown took stage during the graduation ceremony of UCA Epsom students at the Royal Festival Hall and shared some, some advice with the graduates. Um, and she they show her throwing her cap and gown in the air, and it basically it's she's crying and everything. She's very emotional about it, and it says never let anyone change the way you feel. Change the course of what you and your vision and what you want for yourself. She said. Campbell also noted how she was raised by a group of very strong women, including her mom, sisters, and grandmother as well. As these three D's for success, dedication, determination, and drive. First of all, who wrote that? Um, second of all, yeah, somebody wrote that for Naomi Campbell. Second of all, you got to be delusional to be up there happy for something you didn't earn, man. I'm sorry. I don't believe in participation trophies or or things that I didn't directly earn. She's up there literally like never give up. Nigga, what did you earn? You're a model. You You literally got by by having good looks. Yeah. So what the fuck, bro? This, it's it's wild to me, and and maybe I might sound very pessimistic, like, oh my god, Eddie, you're just making a big deal out of it. But it's like, dog, honor. Imagine if they said, if somebody, if UC, USC hit me up and said, Eddie, we've been listening to the podcast. We want to give you an honorary degree in communications. I'd be like, man, I ain't going up there. <laughs> you know how many students is in debt, all that college debt, and all the work and all the homework and shit. I don't deserve to be up there with them. Yeah. Leave that ceremony for motherfuckers that earned it. I didn't earn that. Yeah. And she got a cre- uh, like creative arts or something like that. That was the, the She got a PhD. Yeah. And I'm I'm I think 
from my understanding, she is primarily a model, right? right? So I don't know even like how creative she is, right? She's just a person that has good poses and she looks good and she's on the cover of magazines and stuff like that. Um, that doesn't necessarily require a lot of creativity. No. <clears throat> I think that for me, being a person that um, is still in debt and a person that went through hours and hours of college okay, courses I, and stuff like that, um, for somebody to come and just get an honor, honorary degree is almost disrespectful to the people that put in the real work and how to get the grades and how to take all the finals and stuff like that. Um, I, I get I get the honorary degrees in some instances, right? There are some people that are so like fascinating um, or so great at what they do outside of um, outside of the educational system that it kind of makes sense to uh, give them degrees, right? Like I think Justin Timberlake and Missy Elliott and Kanye West got like these, you know, kind of arts scholarships but Kanye West designed the Yeezys right. and stuff like that you know what I mean his his music catalog is crazy um super creative like it, it only makes sense to give it to him Justin Timberlake obviously like plays all these instruments great songwriter Missy Elliott great songwriter like these are people that are like you know top tier creatives that maybe they were too good to go to college like it just didn't mm-hmm. even make sense for them to go to college but this one it doesn't really make sense to me. Like she's she it just, at least from what I know, it would be different if even she was like a a fashion designer, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she designed clothes and stuff like that. Then I'd be like, oh, okay, this makes a lot of sense. But right. you know, she's she's technically getting um, a degree or a, a PhD for um, in a space where there's not really a category to dignify what she does. Yeah, you know, like they don't give out. You don't go to college to be a model. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. No, you don't. And what's weird too is, is, and no disrespect, I'm not trying to body shame or nobody like that, but no, like the whole modeling thing to me is like these are considered the most beautiful women in the world, and a lot of them be super skinny, and they walk in and they look like their body finna fall apart. Yeah. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even, and, and who am I to say, you know, what's good or bad or whatever? But it's like, that's what you did, and you got a PhD? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no correlation to it. Mm-hmm. I, I think we need to stop giving away these honorary degrees, but this is what I'll say before we move on. I think that these honorary degrees only exist because she's popular, she's a model, and she's attractive. So the institution said, hey, Let's give you a fucking honorary degree because it looks good on our institution and we're using you for attention. How about that? I think that's what it personally is. I just think that they could say we gave uh, Naomi Campbell a Ph.D. and we gave her a copy. But here's our copy of Naomi Campbell's Ph.D. in our office mm-hmm. like that. That's this is what people do. Yeah. Like, you got to understand. That USC was basically being bought out. Remember that scandal? Mm-hmm. That scandal with all those celebrities' kids getting those fucking degrees? Yeah. They, they paid how much? Like a half a million dollars for this? Some. Shit was crazy. I think they were getting, were they getting scholarships? Yeah. But like they were getting scholarships they or something were, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to remember uh, who was involved. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't Alyssa Milano. Who the the f- it was like the Full House mom or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I forgot her name. 
the uh, Uncle Jesse's girlfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to. I still refer to him. His, his name is uh, John Stamos. Mm-hmm. But I always be like, "Yo, that's Uncle Jesse, bro." Yeah, and I, that would be awkward as fuck. Cause if I just see him out and about, I'd be like, "Yo, Uncle Jesse." Yeah, he just see a big black dude like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm not your uncle. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not your uncle. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yo, TV back then was so wild, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's just wild. Like certain people I see on TV now, and I get instant nostalgia. Like John Stamos, he's one of them. Um, another one that really gives me nostalgia a lot, and he's in a lot of TV shows. Is fucking um, Mario Lopez. Mm, yeah. Mario definitely. Lopez, that motherfucker is old, dude. Mm-hmm. Mario's got to be around 50, dude. Mm-hmm. And he was on uh, a Full House and he's hosting all these shows. And when I see him, though, he still was looks it? really young. He's what? What, what is it? He's on. He's on. Uh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I was like, Full House. Is what he on Full House? Too? He's not on Full House. I'm oh, tripping. I was like, I, you got. I know, you I know, said it so confidently. Yeah, I, I know people confused. on the people was listening. They was like, "What the fuck did you just?" Yeah, say? that's why I had a breath. I was like, "Hold on, was he yeah. like a guest star?" No, no, no. He was. He was on yeah. Saved by the Bell. Him and yeah. fucking Screech and Zach yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I totally forgot. That Full House messed me up. Yeah. No, this TV back then, just mm-hmm. people gave me. This, oh, oh, I was gonna talk about Jaleel White. Yes. Um, I seen him. He was playing like some small role in some TV show or something like that. He may not have even had any lines in the show. And I was just like, dang, that's crazy. This is Urkel in this show playing like a, a lawyer or something. And yeah, it was just kind of weird. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mario Lopez is 48. Ah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a trip, man. He looks good for his age. Yeah. Uh, what's the other dude? Uh, Mark Paul Gosalar, whatever his name is. Ali Landry. Oh yeah, Ali was on that show. Ali Landry, she forty eight. Yeah, she was on that show a little bit. She still looks really good. Mm-hmm. Fucking Topanga. I think me and Topanga are the same age. Heck uh, no, nah. nah, she's a little older than me. I huh? was gonna say, ah, uh, she can't be way older than me. She might be like forty one, probably. Yeah. Yeah, to uh, what's her real name? To I just put Topanga Lawrence. <laughs> what's her real name? Hold on, Topanga. I I wonder how many people really looking her up on here. Topanga. Uh, after Michael Jacobs, Boy Meets World. Uh, the the the, the, the don't still don't say the fucking name. Oh, Danielle Fisher. Or Danielle Danielle Fischel. Danielle Fischel. Yeah. I know, remember Childish Gambino had her on a video? Yeah, and it's a short film. Yeah, it's a trip. She Yeah, she's 41. Yep. She's like a year older than my sister. She Dang. still looks look pretty decent still. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like every black dude had a crush on Topanga back in the day. Especially Thick Topanga. Remember she was gaining a little weight in the show? Oh, <laughs> Thick Topanga? I didn't know it was stages. <laughs> yeah, she had errors. She had errors. Yeah. I know uh, uh, your brother had a huge crush on Hillary Duff. Yeah. I used to be busting up laughing. He'd be like, nigga, Hillary Duff is fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know you used to have plans for his celebrity crush. Lindsay like, Lohan, Hillary yeah. Duff. Lindsay Lohan was really cute back in the day before she found drugs. Yeah. 
Yeah, but then she found drugs, and the drugs found her, <laughs> and since then, she has not found herself. <laughs> 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 hey, the black girl from Saved by the Bell is still fine as a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm talking What was her name? I forgot. Yeah, the black, yeah, Saved by the Bell. I don't even know. Let me see. The cast will pop up right here. The cast. Uh, they got a girl. Uh, they got a show called Girl Meets World now. I think it's like the spinoff of really? uh, Boy Meets World. Like years later, yeah. Really? What mm-hmm. the hell? They ain't got the main characters. What the fuck? It's not showing. This guy. Uh, he passed away, unfortunately. Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Screech. He passed away. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. Uh, Lark Voorhees. That's her name. Oh, she don't look that great now. <laughs> Thought so. Yeah. Oh no, she don't. Like Voorhees, <clears throat> like she had a hell yeah, she got something. Somebody did it. She got like an intervention on here. Really? She's yeah, on, she's, she's going on drugs, some, going through some things. Oh man, yeah, I see it. She looked kind of crazy. Yeah, oh my goodness. Oh yeah, what's going on? What it? What it? Uh, Ty Dolla Sign. I've been going through some things. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mental health. Yeah. She, yeah, she's going through it. She, that's what happened, man. You like you be acting as a kid, and you kind of grow up a little bit too fast. You exposed to certain things, like yeah. That's, that's Tata, now Tatiana Ali is fine, mm-hmm. and she's only like forty two. But I had I had like I had a bunch of child crushes on these on these sitcom girls, like Tatiana sure. Ali on. Um, uh, Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince, yeah, and uh, freaking I like Hillary. Topanga mm-hmm. and fucking uh, uh, L- uh Laura Winslow mm-hmm. and uh, 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 Kelly Kapowski, mm-hmm. uh, fucking uh, what's the girls? I don't really trip on Kelly, the Pink Ranger, Pink Ranger, Pink Ranger. That's take you way back, yeah. I remember I was busting up, you said on the old podcast where it was like, uh, Man, I don't like white girls. And he said the he said the Pink Ranger. She was really cool and she could kick ass. <laughs> she had good credit. She's like, I'm dating a white girl. <laughs> now that's facts. Uh, now the '90s had the best white white girls. They don't make the white girls like they. Nah, man. Them was a sitcom white girls back in the day. <laughs> now they got number reality TV white girls. Yeah, man. it's different. And as come, soon as Paris Hilton came out, it kind of ruined it. Kind of ruined it. She's mm-hmm. like everything was hot to Paris. Like it's so hot. It's so hot. Everything's hot. Because it was like the wholesome white girls. Like you know they was you know like the girl next door vibes. Yeah, they yeah. kind of ruined it with the reality TVs and stuff. Yeah, it's like that's hot. <laughs> People forget like like uh, Kim wouldn't even be where she is without Paris, bro. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she was she was she was Paris Hilton's little like you know step and fetch a little kid first. I think Kim kind of I don't know if she did it intentionally or she was just the attractive friend or assistant, um, but she kind of maneuvered her way through relationships, and I I think that. I think we would be uh, dismissive if we didn't acknowledge the fact that she dated a lot of uh, famous people while she wasn't really that famous. Who? Uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I mean, but she was really sexy. That's not hard to do when you're an attractive. Exactly. Woman. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're an attractive just, woman. You could. It's women from mm-hmm. Bakersfield that have dated professional athletes, mm-hmm. like or rappers. Mm-hmm. Just because they're, they're attractive, a woman's attractiveness will get her in doors that a man could never get in. Yeah, Blueface's ex-girlfriend is, is from out oh, here. Oh, from out here? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's just kind of, you know, the pretty privilege. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much all it is. Hey, you look good. Coming in, you could come in. Yeah. Open the door for her right there. Yeah, We've seen, like, girls from Bakersfield at dinners with YG and stuff. Yeah, you know. Some weird fucking, stuff. You know. <clears throat> I'll be like, I see those pictures. Like, the girls will be like, oh, my God, I'm backstage with YG. They'll be sitting on his lap. He'll be like, oh, no, he just fucking her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know YG ain't gonna let nobody be that close and just be friends. Mm-hmm. Or you'll see like a rapper grabbing a chick's booty from here, and you'd be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, we be seeing some wild stuff. Yeah, we see it, man. We, we, we see it. We see all here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead and move forward. Switching gears. Um, Arizona eight feet law. Um, basically, there is a law that has been passed out in Arizona. Let me go ahead and pull that up really quick. It is... Boom. Here we go. Um, new Arizona law criminalizes filming police from less than eight feet away. The new Arizona law will make it illegal to film law enforcement encou- law enforcement encounters from closer than eight feet away, except in certain circumstances, such as when the person recording is the one being questioned by the authorities. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, a uh, Republican, signed the bill in law Wednesday, uh, which will make it a misdemeanor offense to record police activity at close range after officers have issued a verbal warning. Republican state uh, John Kavanaugh, who sponsored the bill, wrote in an, uh, an op-ed in the Arizona Republic that the purpose is to protect against distractions and potential harm, particularly when police are involved in violent encounters. He wrote that police told him... Gr- Police told him groups hostile in the officers uh, and two officers followed him around filming one to two feet behind him, which Kavanaugh called a dangerous practice that can end in tragedy. Let me be clear when I say this. Do I do I really like this? I don't really care for it, but I will say this is actually a good thing. Mm -hmm. And here's why. From a conservative standpoint, they're like, we got to protect our cops. We got to protect the police, right? We got to protect the police from these mobs and these people trying to hurt the cops. But believe it or not, this law is best for the people. And here's why. If you are that close up on a cop recording him, if he's not seeing that you have a phone or he might think you're being aggressive towards him and he shoots you, you it literally is avoiding a tragedy not to mention i'm sick a little over six foot two so i'm using my height if i'm only six foot away from somebody that's really close Mm -hmm. that's really close if i'm eight foot away that's still pretty close Mm -hmm. however what's crazy is you could get the same coverage if you're trying to record the cops and you think they're doing some wrongdoing you don't have to be right up on them to record them. You need to back up from the police because they have the legal right to shoot you. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people be on the internet like, man, fuck the police. Look, look what they're doing. Look at these pigs. Look at them. They got the. But, bro, that's going to get you hurt, man. Yeah. That's going to get your ass hurt. Back off the cops. Back, like, dude, get away from the police. At the end of the day, every cop is not out to get everybody, right? Yeah. But. But because there's some guys, there's some cops that just want to do their job, man. They don't want you all up on them. But even the best cop that's trying to be peaceful is going to be like pretty reactive if you like one foot next to him, two feet with a phone and he got his gun on his hand. Like, yo, I got, do I got to shoot this person? Mm-hmm. This protects the cops and the people. 
mm-hmm. more or less the people. Because if the if the cop can see you from far enough away and see you ain't got no kind of weapon or something, then he'll feel more safe. Mm-hmm. But now this could work against the cops because if you're standing 10, 12 feet away and they pulling a gun out on you and walking up on you and it's on their body cam, guess who's getting in trouble? Cops getting in trouble because mm-hmm. he's breaking his own law. Mm-hmm. If you're standing away from the cop and the cop's like, hey, get out of here. What are you doing? You'd be like, up on you you're walking you up on me. Keep your distance. I'm standing 13 feet away from you, man. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's it's going to work against them. I think that this is not a terrible thing. I've seen a lot of people who are very liberal. They were like, I'm tired of them protecting the police from everything. And it's like, bro, look at the phones we got. We could get the same fucking coverage if we're trying to record the cops. We have a Zoom feature. And by the way, if you're only eight feet away, you don't have to Zoom. You mm. can just get the same coverage. Yeah. like <laughs> You get mm. the same shit. You're not missing nothing. No, you're missing shit. Yeah. It's 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 a thing. I think initially when I when I heard this, I was like, "Oh man, here we go again." But when you think when you actually think about it, it is protecting everybody involved. You know, just in terms of, um, it's be some hostile events going on. Sometimes it just be some routine uh, traffic stops and stuff like that that you know people want to catch on camera, and you know, there's there's nothing too crazy going on. But there's like situations where cops got to pull out tasers, cops got to pull out guns and stuff like that. And, you know, if you stand in too close to them, it's just a it's just a messy situation. And I think a lot of times people, you know, like you were saying before, there's a lot of these people like holding their cameras up all in the police officer's face. Like, I know my rights. I know my rights. I know my rights. I can record you under, <laughs> under such and such bylaw. I can record this. <laughs> Steve Jobs said I can record <laughs> But, um. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just, it just like those, and I can imagine. I get annoyed by it not even being in the situation, right, so I right, could understand right. how a police officer may just be doing their job. Like, a, like I said, just right. a, a, arresting somebody that's doing something wrong. Maybe they caught somebody stealing or something. It's just a regular arrest. They putting a person in the back of the car, and then you got this person all in your face with a camera. Like it's just, it's just not good for. Um, for the for for the the whole situation and i think this i mean this is only in arizona but i think this is going to be start this is going to start to spread across the country especially now like obviously we didn't have camera phones you know a few decades ago so this wasn't even a conversation but now obviously the laws got to get updated because you know we just got so much more technology so i can see this you know being i I think it'll probably hit usually what happens it hits the major states first the New Yorks, the 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 um, the Miamis, the I mean the Floridas, and then the Californias and Texases, maybe not Texas, but um, it hits these states states first, and then it starts to trickle down to all these other states. So um, it's a good thing, man. Like it, like you said, you could you could catch the same coverage standing um, eight feet away from the you know whatever altercation is going on as you can just being right up on them. And I think the I think the people that be right up on them it's it's a, like an ego thing. Yeah. Like people just be flexing they they uh they knowledge of the law or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. Um at the end of the day, man, um make sure you guys are doing what's safe for you. And if you feel like a cop is doing some wrongdoing, make sure you record him. Mm-hmm. Um just to, you know, keep the integrity of the the people and to stop people from being violated because Sometimes the cops is up to no good. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't we can't sit here and say, oh, the cops are just doing their job. 
it's not your job when you walk up to people and just assault them. But a cop could be doing his job, and then now you're in the wrong because you up one foot behind him like, I know my rights. I can have my phone. I can have my phone. Get eight feet back now. See, if the cop cop has his um, body cam on and he says, hey, you need to get eight feet away from me, and he's like, I know my rights. I know my rights. You need to get eight feet away from me. I'm telling you right now, buddy. Like, yeah. I know my rights, I know my rights. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, my arms pent behind you. Yeah, like, man, man I ain't do shit, man. Yeah. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> it's like, bro, you don't know the law. Yeah. If you don't know something, like, at least educate yourself before you put yourself in a position yeah. that could get you jail time. For the most part, like, that's the, you know, like, it'd be certain situations, at least from, like, the, the footage that I've seen with police officers, um, I've seen some videos where the officer is like, yo, put your camera away. Like, stop recording it. I don't see that so much now, but I do see the cops saying, like, yo, back up. Like, you too yeah, close. You too close. You know, you too close to, to what we got going on. And that's like, you know, obviously it'd be some pushback for, yeah. you know, with that. With that. What, what I don't like, though, is I don't, I don't like that sometimes the, you know, the cops in some of the videos I've seen, they'll try to test the person's integrity. Like, hey, get out of here. You can't be here. And it's like, this is. This public property. I could be here. Yeah. You can't be here now. You can't be here now. Get out of here now. And it's yeah. like, no, that's not the law. You can't. Actually, I live like right here. Yeah. It's like, well, you can't. I'm going to get my. No. You, no. Actually, you can't go in your house. You have to stay here. <laughs> Am I being detained, officer? No, you're not being detained, but you can't leave. Yeah. And it's like, bro. In order to like, that's a problem. And I've seen this many times in videos. One time there was this dude that literally he was a it was a black dude, but it was in a. He was near. He was in a town of a very. It was. It was a police department. A small, like one of those small country police departments that had a lot of scandals, a lot of racial related scandals. Mm-hmm. And a black dude was like at a Seven Eleven parking lot, and they was like, "Hey, uh, you can provide us some ID." And he was like, "Provide you ID for what?" Mm-hmm. And then he then he basically told him like, um, "I'm a peace officer." Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, are you sure about that? Let's see some ID, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, I just, are you sure you're a peace officer? Yeah, he said. And then he told him, I just came out of X and Y class. I said, oh, you just came out of what class? Well, who was your instructor? And he's like, bro. Stuff, he's like, bro, you said you can't just stop people and do this. He's like, this is ridiculous. He said, you're a terrible officer. He said, you're supposed to be. I think the dude was like, a, he wasn't the chief of police, but he was like a deputy, whatever he mm-hmm. was. I can't remember what he Like a sheriff. Not a sheriff. I can't remember what his position was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like. And the dude this was trying to argue with the dude, with the black guy, and he's like, bro, I do your job. You can't tell you that. Well, are you on your current jurisdiction at this code? Are you supposed to be here? He's like, I could be wherever I want. I'm off duty, dude. I'm mm-hmm. I'm getting a snack from 7-Eleven. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. He's like, this is why your department has a bad rap, because you pulled me over because my skin looks like this. That's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're messing with me because of that. And the dude was like, he's like, well, 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 well who was your instructor? Tell me who your instructor was. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was a guy that when whenever you see an officer going that crazy, they've been allowed. They've been allowed to do that shit for years, like mm-hmm. since the 90s. You got to understand that the cell phones have showed us the type of shit that they was doing in the 90s yeah. when it was no way to be recorded. We got to remember now, a video recording came out of Rodney King being beat by multiple cops, and somebody none of them just, got prison time. Somebody just happened to be yeah. having a, like a real camera. Yeah, a real you know? camera. Somebody mm-hmm. had, and this that was in what, 92? Dang. Somebody had a, dude, that camera was heavy as fuck in 92. <laughs> 
because they didn't have no like they had them then like mm-hmm. but it was still a little heavier back then yeah it had a little size on it it's for sure eight feet away too oh yeah yeah back then a lot of people didn't have those cameras they had some but not everybody it was kind of mm-hmm. rare for people to have walk around with those mm-hmm. so he caught the whole beating and he yeah. stayed quiet the whole time yeah that's wild. And then literally the Right. You the crazy part about that situation is today that would go to TMZ. Oh man. Oh yeah. With the, yeah. And TMZ <laughs> gonna pay you for that. Yeah. Some T- good footage. They, oh, it's gonna be some good oh, footage. Oh yeah, a nigga getting beat up. Yeah. Give oh, you yeah. give you five thousand. This is top shelf. <laughs> this is top shelf. You, you got any more niggas getting beat up? <laughs> Come on, man. I know you got some more videos, man. Come on. Come on. It's gonna go viral. We'll give you we'll give you fifty thousand. Any more niggas getting beat up. We'll give you fifty thousand. Come on, come on, man. Come on. Did they, sprinkle, did they sprinkle some crack on him? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the crazy funny. thing, man, is Rodney King got beat up. I forgot how many cops it was, dude. It was like eight or some shit. It was mm-hmm. a gang of cops. Just like it was sick. Yeah. Like they hit him and then he fell down and he tried to get up and they hit him with another baton. They were fucking him up. And then when they put him on the stand, they said at this moment where Rodney King was being hit on the ground, was he a threat to you? And the officer said, no. The next officer said, no, he was not a threat. The other officer said, "No, he was not a threat." And then they all got acquitted. That's how. That's how Wait. fucked up the judicial system was. It protected cops Back that then, beat yeah. up one black dude who, and his face was <clears throat> fucked up. He got a lot of money from that shit. Would you? Would you? If you, if the, if it was an either or situation, mm-hmm. I don't know if he would have got the the big money. If yeah, that probably was even two separate suits. Yeah. Um. If he, if you, would you rather have the police go to prison or get X amount of millions of dollars? Ooh, if I had to make a choice? Mm-hmm. Whoo, boy, you put me on a stand. I guess them cops going to have to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm taking them M's, man. Yeah. I'm taking them M's. I pull up on them at work. How you guys doing? <laughs> Get you some lunch or something. Oh man, yeah, yeah man, shit. Yeah, that's life changing money. Oh right yeah, there. Rodney King is dead though now. Oh man, yeah, he passed away years ago. Yeah, but it, that that was a, that's that's why L.A. was getting burnt up, man. There's mm-hmm. No justice. And in that same time, there was a there was an Asian store um, where this girl went in, and there was a little discrepancy about orange juice. Said I guess she accused her of trying to steal, and the girl literally. Put the orange juice on the on the counter, and she walked away. And the Asian woman shot her in the back of the head. And and the video's still out there. Mm-hmm. And it was an uproar, and they couldn't believe it. And then the judge decided that the Asian woman was not uh, she was not a threat to society, so she released her. That's a, um, it's it was sick, man. Then the thing about it, yes, we we talked about. These conversations of what the NFL, it takes all of us and how that's cheesy and in racism and all of that. Well, back in those days, it was zero of that shit. Mm-hmm. Zero. You, you literally, in America, especially in 92, they have a video of you walking away and getting shot in the back of the head. And they still let the lady go. And it was the judge. And um, it was, it's been on multiple documentaries, and they've talked to that judge, and they said, you know you made a horrible mistake, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I still don't feel like I've done anything wrong. It's like, oh, my God. Years later. It, I mean, you can't you, – you, she probably know what's up now, like, you know, obviously looking back at the situation. Yeah. But she in too deep. She yeah. can't admit that she wrong. Yeah, the same thing with that lawyer that was, that was basically 
um, getting those. What's those boys that all got? They all got accused of rape and. Donald Trump. Central Park Five. Central Park Five. Yeah. And Donald Trump was like, these little monsters <clears throat> went and did this to this innocent woman, and I can't believe she did that, did that. And then he still felt they were guilty after they had been acquitted, and it was proof, DNA proof, that the dude came. Somebody admitted to it. The dude, the rapist, came forward. Mm-hmm. And it, and then um, the, the, the lawyer, the one that was trying to force the boy um, to say that he did it, she says, I still in my heart feel that he did it. I think he's guilty. And it's like, bro, you see how crazy it is. Like back in those days, stop and frisk was nuts. For all those that don't know what stop and frisk means, it's when they p- predominantly pulled over black and brown people and would pull their pants down, frisk them, search for drugs out of nowhere. It could be a 12-year-old boy coming from school and they would slam him up, slam him up against the wall and Check his pockets, check his everything, check his book bag. This was going on in, in New York under uh, Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. So under Rudy Giuliani, the stop and frisk was crazy. Mm-hmm. And, th- and back then, it wasn't no body cams. That was in the good old days when a cop could walk right up and sock you right in your motherfucking mouth. And then you'd be like, hey, the cops are beating me up. And everybody would be like, you just keep crying racism. Why don't you just get over the no? Like, nobody's racist, man. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, these cops punching me in the head. Something's fucking going on here. Yeah, well, they tell songs like you know N.W.A. and you know different yep. uh, different rap groups, and obviously with the the cameras and stuff that caught glimpses what, of certain things. What it, what it, what it, Ice Cube said? Searching my car, looking for the product, thinking every nigga is selling narcotics. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah, they got. Did you, know, did you know they got arrested for singing "Fuck the Police"? Yeah, they told them not to do it. That a concert, huh? Yeah, they told mm-hmm. him not to do it. I think it was in Detroit or something. Yeah, I forgot where it was. They told mm-hmm. him not to do it, and he's like, "Cause it, I guess they, uh, it would, you know, cause like a uprising, inciting a riot. Yeah, inciting a riot. Chippa 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 chippa. Put the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad cause I'm brown. Yeah, that's crazy. Just thinking about how progressive that was. Like yeah, now it'd be now it'd be certain songs that are like. Um, I don't even know what the tone of that song like I political statements I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, they just don't have the same feel but like that song um, so powerful man yeah yeah that's a trip mm-hmm. I'm a teenager with a little bit of gold in a pager mm-hmm. shout out to Ice Cube man yeah alright switching gears Brittany Griner um, recently, the WNBA uh, center um, wrote a letter to Joe Biden. Um, she is currently still in a Russian prison um, after being busted with, I guess, what was it? Uh, like some form of weed, basically. Yeah. And it's illegal to have that there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany Griner, the WNBA star who has been detained in Russia on drug charges since February, sent a handwritten letter to President Biden on Monday asking him to not forget about her. As I sit here in a Russian prison alone with my thoughts and without the protection of my wife, friends, family, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishments, I'm, t- I'm terrified I might be here forever. Griner said in an excerpt from the letter shared by her representative, she continued, I realize you are dealing with so much, but please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. Okay, well, here's the thing. Oh, hold on. What is in quote? President Biden has been clear about the need to see all U.S. nationals who are held hostage or wrongfully detained abroad 
uh, release, including Brittany Griner. The U.S. government continues to work aggressively using every available means to bring her home, Watson said. She added that the president's team is in regular contact with Brittany's family. However, speaking to CBS uh, Mornings on Tuesday, Griner's wife, Sherelle Griner, said the family had still not received a reply from the president, calling it very disheartening. She said the White House was not doing enough to secure Britney's release and added that she would no longer need the government's request to let U.S. US officials handle this behind the scenes. Here's my issue. My issue is this, and this is unfortunate. There are a lot of people that are saying, like, if it was LeBron James, they would have let him out already, and this is ridiculous, the way that men blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Let's start from the very beginning. She broke a law in Russia. You cannot bring weed out there. You should. You got to know you can't do that. She literally broke a law, unfortunately. She broke it. Mm-hmm. She is paying the price for what she did. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's right? No, but it doesn't matter what I think. When you break the law and that happens, and then, there, and then here's the thing too, and I'm not trying to bring up Brittany Griner's past, but if, it was, if we're going to keep the same energy, there have been certain situations regarding, you know, certain actors or certain men or whatever. And she's got a couple domestic violence charges. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to be a dick, but this is not the most colorful person you're trying to bring back into the United States. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not trying to paint her as a horrible person, but you, you know, you talk about her wife, but that's the one you've been beating on. <laughs> um, uh, that, no, that's one thing. Another thing. Um. There are a lot of people saying, you know, th- talking about the inequalities in regards to the WNBA. And uh, I've seen an article that said Brittany Griner wouldn't have to be in Russia playing if she got paid. And LeBron makes $41 million a year and she only makes this and she has to go there to get more income. Let me be clear when I say this. A lot of women, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but I have to be honest. We have to have honest conversations a lot of y'all didn't even know who the fuck Brittany Griner was until she became a headline on the news. You do not watch the WNBA. In fact, more men support the league than you do. And another thing that's a problem is there will be less inequalities if women actually invested more time in watching the WNBA instead of reality TV. And I'm not trying to tell y'all what to watch, but if you really want to see women win, watch the fucking games. Buy tickets to the games. If you want to respond and you want to push the league to pay women more money, go to the games. Go to the games. I watch the WNBA. I'm a Sparks fan, right? I don't catch all the games, but I do watch it. My sister played women's basketball. You know what I'm saying? So I watch the game. But it's crazy how there is this convenient activism on the Internet. It's annoying. Everybody could be an activist. Go out and do something. What happened to the days where motherfuckers got mad and went out to the streets and really made a change? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You really went out and did something. All you got to do is go to the games. That's all you got to do. Fill that motherfucker up. Fill, the, fill it up. And it, But people will say like, well, if men supported women, uh, more men are supporting women's basketball than women. Hello. Mm-hmm. Start going to the games. Start showing more support. If you do that, then it will force the hands of the league and it will also show the attendance rising. Now, let's be clear. When the WNBA started, that shit was popping. 
mm-hmm. Lisa Leslie, motherfucking uh, um, Tina Thompson, Cynthia Cooper, um, Cheryl, Cheryl Swoops. Swoops. Mm-hmm. That's the league uh, <clears throat> of Rebecca Lobo. I could drop these names because I actually watched the game. Unlike a lot of women that are out here conveniently mad talking about Brittany Griner need to come home. How about you watch the sport? If you watch the sport, it would put more eyes on it, which in turn would cause the, would, would have a rippling effect and cause women to get paid more money. These women should get paid more money. I feel like the, the lowest salary in the WNBA should be a million dollars. That's my opinion. That's a lot of money. Is it even a million in the league now? Is the league minimum, is it a million yet? I think it is. Or is it like 850000 I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of players in the NBA getting a lot of fucking money. Uh, 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 Lillard, Lillard uh, Damian Lillard just got a two-year, $122 million contract mm-hmm. in the NBA. But the revenue is just stupid over there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy <laughs> in the NBA. But in the W, now Asia Wilson, she getting paid. Asia Wilson getting some money. She, I think it was like four hundred thousand. No, but she like got that. other deals. But say she got a deal. She got a deal with Nike too. She got yeah, her own. I'm just talking about her salary in the league. Yeah, yeah so it ain't that crazy. It ain't that crazy. But mm-hmm. she, she, she getting some bread. But she was excited about it, which was kind of crazy to me. It is like, not crazy because she's she not a one trick pony though. She, she's got other endorsement deals. I've seen her on ads on Instagram. Yeah, but so, I'm talking about her. WNBA salary. Yeah, like that's what she was referring to. Like, yo, I could find it. When she signed a deal, she said, I, I could, could take finally take care of my family now. With yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah, that's inexcusable. Though. I don't have to play overseas, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's certain players that don't have to play because they're at the top of the league, but they ain't like the Tarassis and the, uh, uh, the Candace Parkers of the world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Those te- type of people. And then Candace got a job with, you know. Yeah, she's a commentator as yeah. well. She's mm-hmm. And the thing about Candace, she's a, a consummate pro. So yeah. when she done playing, playing, when she done, done, she going to be having money, bro. Cause she, yeah. Yeah. She already locked that job in over there at TNT, bro. Yeah. So yeah. if any of them leave, like, no disrespect to any of the men up there, but, like, you want to keep that panel up there. But if somebody was to go, Candace could easily fill them in. Yeah, easily. They're not going nowhere. They're just adding her. Is that, yeah, and Draymond Green. <laughs> oh God, like Draymond ain't Dwayne bad. Wade. Dwayne Wade as well. Dwayne Wade as well. Mm-hmm. That they got a good little nucleus up there for mm-hmm. sure. And I've also mentioned on this podcast numerous times how um, there should have been a head uh, a head coach in the NBA that was a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the assistant head coach of the Spurs. I don't know why I keep remember her fucking name, but. She went back to the WNBA to be a head coach, mm-hmm. um, which I wish she would have stayed with the Spurs, but fucking Greg Popovich won't fucking retire. Yeah. If Popovich would have retired, she could have easily had that head coaching job. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. I, I mean, I, th- I just think, like, at the end of the day, like, all the WNBA stuff is, it's, it's, a, it's a conversation piece, but at the end of the day, it really boils down to um, Brittany Griner broke the law. And she's over there, and she may be over there. It may be some type of ploy where Russia is trying to um, keep her for information or whatever. I don't know that um, to be true, or I don't know it not to be true. Um, but um, at the end of the day, it just really boils down to her breaking the law. And I don't know how long has she been locked up? A couple Since months? February. Since February. Oh, and she, heads up, it's Becky Hammond, the assistant Becky coach Hammond, with yeah. the Spurs for eight years. Uh-huh. She was lined up to get that fucking job. She was ahead of Tim Duncan. 
Yeah, but Greg ain't going nowhere. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> but I think that um, yeah, she just she just broke the law and she's you know suffering the consequences. The consequences may be od. Right. Um, yeah, ridiculous. But, Ten but years. But at the end of the day, you know, she, she broke the law, and I also right. don't know. Like, I don't know. This, I mean, this is Russia we're talking about. Right. You know, this is an entirely different country and a country that we're not the best friends with. No. So I don't know what any, like, if it was Steph Curry, I don't even know what that would look like. That's you true. You know what I mean? We so. have your Steph Curry. You want to get him out, you have to pay us $8 yeah. billion. Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't know, you know. with that. It, it, I, that's the thing about this situation. It's all hypothetical. True. Like, people are arguing over stuff that's literally wouldn't even happen. That's like, true. LeBron James... He don't got no reason to be in Russia. Steph nah. Curry don't got, you know, unless I would like Japan, maybe and China and all these different countries that are like huge, you know, basketball, uh, you know, fans yeah. and stuff like that. They may be in those spaces. Um, but also, like, you got to think about, like, even comparing this situation to a LeBron or Steph or any of these other guys. Um, a lot of these guys keep their nose clean. Like you don't yeah. you rarely hear LeBron James in any sort of nonsense. Nah, like he opening up hospitals true. and schools. And he be stuff saying some like stupid that. shit sometimes though. Yeah, he be saying like wild stuff, but like he's never been in trouble in nah. terms of like doing anything. He, he be illegal. protecting his interests though, because he was he was keeping his mouth shut when he came to China. Yeah, <laughs> he, and then we also we also have never heard him in you know any sort of like. Uh, any nonsense dealing with his wife and his family. So you never hear him paying off people, uh, paying off people for, to be quiet, all these different situations. So I just think like sometimes like when you really look at these comparisons or when you want to make these comparisons and, and say like, you know, if LeBron James did that, you got to really look at the the person, yeah. the character of the person. And Brittany Griner is a person that has like yeah. domestic violence issues and stuff that she, that she been dealing with. And um, she also did something illegal and she may have just for, forgot or whatever the case may be. But that's the issue. Like, and I don't want to, like, have the conversation about weed. But, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I just, I just think you need a little bit more discipline. You that. do. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody really be talking about Savannah James, bro. Savannah is bad, bro. Yeah, she does look good. Savannah is very beautiful. Yeah. She just so, she like super just low key. Like, mm-hmm. she she's with the biggest basketball player in the world. And she just kind of like just be chilling mm-hmm. you know somebody tried to walk uh i forgot what had happened somebody tried to like walk near savannah when lebron was walking out and he like walked around the other side and kind of like like got pushed the dude off him yeah yeah that shit was weird man mm-hmm. people be trying to walk up like oh my god it's lebron yeah like why do you need to touch him or his wife yeah i don't fly lebron i want to touch your hair Hey, LeBron is big too. Yeah, that nigga probably just gave him a little shoulder bump. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> LeBron run a lot, but if LeBron if, if LeBron like retired, I guarantee you that dude would probably be three hundred pounds. Not fat though, mm-hmm. just muscle. Because mm-hmm. he's six like six foot nine, and he you see when he's running those routes and shit. Yeah, I was like, I this athletic. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He probably would have been a f- crazy tight end. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Cause yeah. he, cause uh, what's the name was uh Graham? Remember, yeah. remember Graham? Our Graham was Saints. yeah, he was six foot eight. Yeah, he was a monster. He was a monster. So mm-hmm. basically, LeBron would have been better because LeBron faster and jump higher. Yeah. So you, that's ridiculous. You got yeah. the speed of a wide receiver and the size of a tight end. 
Yeah. And uh, if you imagine LeBron lifting weights super hard, I, LeBron probably like plays as a football player. That'd, that'd be, be crazy. stupid. Yeah. LeBron would easily be two eighty five at tight end. God damn. Running that's that unfair. fast. That's going unfair. Up, yeah. Imagine him like hitting Ed Reed or something. <laughs> that make no sense. <laughs> Yeah, he'd be nah, he'd be killing me because as a wide receiver, he was ranked. Yeah, he was one of the best uh, yeah. receivers. Yeah, I was like, what the? LeBron fuck? is just so athletic; he could do whatever he wants to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but there's that man. I, I hope the best for Brittany Griner, but mm-hmm. like, it's a whole conversation people ain't having. Man, mm-hmm. it's it's a little some it's some character issues there for one. You know, she's not the most decorated American citizen, and I'm not trying to, you know shit on her in order to make myself a point but that's just the, it's just the truth mm-hmm. don't listen to me just go to google and look up them cases yeah you know for one thing and two you broke a law it's not like you it's not like they apprehended you illegally and you did nothing you were innocent if you were innocent i fight for you tooth and nail but yeah. i can't i can't sit here fighting for you and avoiding what you did bro like that's that's not that's counterproductive to the conversation you know who i haven't heard from is maya moore what do you mean she was fighting for that dude to get out of prison. Oh yeah, she, she ended up marrying him though. Yeah, she was getting smacked down by him. Ain't said a word she, since. Yeah, she was she was getting him out of prison, but she was getting some dick in return. <laughs> conjugal visits, crazy. Yeah, that must have been some crazy. Conjugal <laughs> visits. He and he probably was like, "You get me out of prison, I keep getting them guts." <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. She done retired from basketball. Yeah, to be bro. a to be a wife, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But shout out to her though, man. Yeah, she did everything. Though. She did everything, man. Um, yeah, dude. Let's, you want to wrap it up? You want to talk about that last one, the new someone? Uh, we can wrap it up, man. We wrap it up. It's getting late. Well, folks, I hope you had a good time with me and Keith today, because me and Keith sure had a good time with you. Amen. Don't you? What was it? Uh, uh, oh, Mister Rogers. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? I was always confused as to, like, why he changed his shoes. I have no idea. I I just, he definitely was a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) I got to watch that movie. Like, they had the documentary come out. Supposedly, he was just, like, the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, I got to check that out. He used to change his shoes like two, three times a day. <laughs> he used to change his sweaters and shit. I don't know what yeah. that was about. He came in the house and changed clothes. But you know, you know what'd be crazy? Like, have you ever been to somebody's house? Excuse me. And they had like strange, like tradition. I'm gonna call it traditions, but just strange things that they would do in your house. And yeah. not necessarily strange, but completely different than how you moved yeah they'd be like take your shoes off and put them on the hooks right there you'd be like what? yeah or just like you know hey we have a, a coat rack right here if you want to you know put your sweater up there you'd be like a coat rack i just <laughs> i put mine in a closet when i take it off <laughs> <laughs> i just throw mine's on the ground <laughs> that's yeah, crazy yeah but you just you know so that may be a thing like in certain things you just walk in the house and change your shoes up or something i don't know yeah that is true people just have things they just do things different mm-hmm. like i remember i've you ever been to somebody's house and they got one of those clamps that they put on the chips like they yeah they, they fold it over and then they put a clamp on it you yeah, be like, yeah nigga i just roll it up you just right you just roll it up i just yeah. roll them up and stick them in a the corner so to stay close <laughs> <laughs> just make sure it's pressed up against something, yeah yeah huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah that. people that would like pour cereal into the little. Uh, yeah, why are you pouring cereal into its own container? Yeah, 
But you know what? I can't be mad at those people because if, if, if like at the same time, I get it. Like I mm-hmm. guess it's a, like some organization. Yeah, the, it OCD. looks bad. It looks a little bit better. Yeah, and it's yeah. more space and stuff. But yeah, you got people that got sugar bowls in their house and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, there's that. Well, um, if you made it to the end of this episode man we appreciate you thank you for listening to a trucker's mind podcast i'm eddie mcgee it's your boy k things we're out of here peace